we are live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Pete Nathan Podcast with my boy Ruckshack over here. And today we're going to be discussing the Eagles versus the Commanders game. The Commanders was the Eagles. Um, this is the fourth game. Um, this is the team that gave us the loss last year, our very first loss. Uh, but the Eagles were able to escape with a victory. Um, I was my heart. I was giving palpitations towards the end. And it's like being an Eagles fan is like a pre-existing condition. With that said, Ruckshack, welcome to the building. What's up? What's going on? Um, thank you for always having me, Pete, um, to talk about the only thing that matters. That is Eagles football. And oh, boy, I was at the game. And That's right. You were at the game. Yeah. More and- about it. Oh, yeah. So with that, I want to give a special shout out to the boys at 4th and John for hosting it, for making this an awesome tailgate. As always, um, shout out to Gail Saunders, um, Prime, Evan, uh, Hollywood Hearns, especially when him making cheesesteaks. And unfortunately, I can't have that because I'm vegetarian. So I'm like, so I basically have oh, to restrict myself. you a vegetarian one? I, pff, I doubt there's <laughs> a vegetarian cheesesteak on that. But um, I think like... It, but and uh, but I did have one of those um those tomato pies after I had to like okay, Google yeah. the Conshohocken Bakery. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to remember to sponsor them because Conshohocken Bakery sponsors Fourth of John in that one. So um oh yeah I want to say but anyway um I had a blast and um and th- and thank you guys for hosting and I also got to see the legendary E Rock. Without E Rock, um i don't think um i would have gone into this podcasting game to begin with and because i think like he is the brainchild of fourth and john along with gail right, Hearn yeah. and prime yeah, yeah. without those guys there would be no and um on to be honest um there would be no rock truck from nfl masala here talking about that so hey, man. and but uh, and um but other than that it was a, gr- a great atmosphere but this game yeah, i so mean let's get into this game yeah I had 50 heart attacks. I don't think my state insurance plan covers it. This is too much. <laughs> my first game had to be freaking OT. I can't oh handle this. God. I was like, man, I wonder what Ruckshack's feeling right now. He's like at the stadium. Like it's a different vibe, you know, because I've been to the stadium too. So I just like, oh my God, like, you know, so um, I'm glad we escaped with the win, man. It's like, uh, it, it, like back in the days. This is I'm 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 even too young for this. Um, this is like old people stuff. Only reason I know this is because of my pastor. He said it's the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. Okay, this is from Worldwide Sports. This is before ESPN. Okay, so they would have this uh, segments of thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. And that was the thrill of victory. Like if Ooh. if if they would have went for two, that would have been the agony that of would have been, that would have been game set match on that. That would have been it. And um and the Eagles has been escaping a lot of these games lately and winning regardless. And they they once again won this game um 34, 34 to 31. Uh this game was not supposed to be this close. The defense did let up a little bit, and that's why this game was this close. Um, but Riverboard Ron was nowhere to be seen because he became Tugboard Ron, as Skip Bayless mentioned, because <laughs> uh, he did not show up and he didn't want to go for two. So I was like, I was dead scared they were going to go for two and we were going to probably, oh shit, if we don't stop them, we're going to lose it. But they end yeah. up like kicking the field, uh, the extra point, and then, you know, we had a chance in the overtime. But yeah, uh, let's get into uh, Mm-hmm. Let's get into the offensive side. We had 319 passing passing yards with 104 rushing and three touchdowns. DeAndre Swift had one touchdown. Jalen Hurts had two passing touchdowns. He was, um, I will let you lead the way with offense. So I think based on what I saw during the game, um, the first drive, very, very excellent by the Eagles, especially when they started using more of the running back. But again, I have to, I'm going to repeat the same old question or I'm going to bang or beat that dole, (laughs) which is an NFL Masala quote, by the way. Why in God's name or whatever God that you worship, why the hell are you putting in Kenny Gainwell for rushing? Why? I don't understand that at all. Like, explain this to me, okay? Okay. Why do we take out DeAndre Swift on certain series? 
Like he, we put him on some series hot, and then like you let him rest for like, like a bunch of series. Like they, they don't even put him in. I, I don't understand this. I have no idea. And another thing, why wasn't Rashad Penny used? Uh, man, why the that hell was, did we that, get him in the first be the place? Biggest mystery of twenty twenty three season. Yeah, but um, anyways, like we were able to like. Um, so far, like when I looked at the offense, the first drive was perfect. And I'm saying like, oh man, they're going to score this at ease. But then when the, when I saw like the way that, but then when I saw like the way that the Washington was adjusting their defense, you have to give some credit to Jack Del Rio. Jalen Hurts outside the pocket. That was very, very concerning. And this is according to a stat that I saw. He, and, um, and, and this is crazy. Jalen Hurts is apparently one of the worst. He's he's um seventh in scramble rate, but he's twenty sixth in EPA per scramble. Like outside the pocket, he's pretty bad. Oh, this year, okay. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, um he's a touch slower. I mean, they did say um he did gain some muscle, right? Um, I don't know if that's a cause or like maybe the shoulder injury is still kind of nagging. Like I, something's going on. I'm not it has sure. to be with, I think it's because of the fear of, of having that shoulder injury. They right. want to protect him, which yeah. I understand that. But sometimes like you gotta, you gotta let loose, man. You got, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be too much of Cam Newton because unfortunately right. for him, I think that career is already gone. Yeah. But I mean, like you don't need to be like full on, don't need to be full on that. Take your shots properly. And with this, I like Jalen Hurts as a passer. I thought he did pretty good, but some of his reads could be better. And with that, I wanted like 27 for 35. There were some shots that I saw that he could have taken. Like example, there when there was like wide open receivers like Goddard or even Devontae Smith. I know Hurts was targeting AJ Brown a lot. And oh my God. I, right. Should I feel bad for the rookie Emmanuel Forbes? No, I don't feel bad for him at all because yeah. he got – I mean, A.J. Brown showed him who his daddy was. I mean, he took him to town. That was absurd. Like, some oh, of those yeah. – and I think, like, honestly, um, the – And like, Emmanuel Forbes has been talking a lot of shit lately for Devontae Smith. And Devontae Smith, he got to know better because Devontae Smith gave him four touchdowns in, in college. Oh like, yeah, Alabama. Know, besides, yeah. Emmanuel Forbes went to like what Mississippi State or yeah. so Mississippi. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I think no, I don't think he did. Darius, is, you know, by the way, Darius Slay is an alumni of Mississippi State. He's a bulldog. Oh, Fletcher Cox. Yeah, yeah. But I think like basically he disappointed his seniors. Shame, shame. Yeah. Shame is a very quiet place. By the way, <laughs> I picked that up from a high school drumline. It's a very good quote though. Shame is a very quiet place. So the shame award goes to you, Emmanuel Forbes, for getting for being the son of AJ Brown because AJ Brown's your daddy now. Understand that, basically. Um, basically. but back to Hertz. Like Hertz as a passer, I thought it was really good. Like, um, mm -hmm. I honestly thought like the late in the late in the first half, like yeah. after like they were trying for some god's name, god god off a reason to like overthrow missing missing your reads and like i don't know like taking some and taking like sliding you're going first down emmanuel forbes is chasing then you slide down you could juke the man and go straight forward get the first down yeah I, were... I think i think he's still worried about his injuries a yeah. little bit and Which one I... thing i did see about Jalen um is when he's throwing the ball like the feet movement is not is is not as confident as it was last year uh, he's not planning the foot right, and so, which is what causing some of those throws to go like overboard or like underthrow. And sometimes these receivers like Devontae Smith and AJ Brown, even though they did really well on a lot of occasions, oh, certain 100%. occasions they did not run the route and they did not run it completely. So you have to finish your routes, and and that's part of the reason why those overthrows, right? Because you got somebody like Devontae Smith, he can he can very well catch that pass that he would overthrew because Devontae Smith got enough speed to get yeah, that. But it, he like, didn't run the route hard enough. And, yeah. and I think they gave up on a couple of those routes. And that's I would what caused that. Oh, yeah. I think, like, that's why sometimes I would say, like, we like there's this habit that Jalen Hurts does leave some points on the board. 
And um, luckily, we have a guy named Jake Elliott to help us out on that, which we'll get to later. But Thank God for him. I, Jake Elliott, he's my secondary Lord and Savior right here and right next to me. <laughs> but um, but no, other than that, no, but like, okay. <laughs> but no, like, no, like, seriously, he like literally saved our asses. That no, he did. I mean, he's yeah. saved our asses on several locations now. Oh, like, 100%. But um, back on Jalen Hurts, like I did see him, like, but I, but the one, but like when he came in the late first half, like after we know, like those short dink and dunks is, isn't going to work. Right. The minute when Jalen Hurts threw that deep ball, the Devontae Smith, who's I think he's still mossing that corner, I, like almost it guaranteed every court, game. I have, I think it was like, say, is I, I thought it was like St. Juice or Kendall Fuller, but okay. But like no, he wasn't. He, they were putting him in double coverage. Yeah, Devonte Smith makes that grab, and then I'm like, okay, that's gonna be that momentum change. And then after Jake Elliott makes that that right. three point, I think the passing game took it just went off in the second half. Right. I mean, you saw deep passes, beautiful yeah. passes mm-hmm. to AJ Brown. I mean, AJ Brown is like sunning everyone. Like I don't yeah, care, yeah. and I would say this, and I have a bull take. I don't care if um, Jalen Ramsey comes back in. AJ Brown is gonna AJ Brown's gonna own him. That's gonna be a good battle to watch because they also got Xavier Howard, right? Like he's, he's still playing. Uh, he's, he's still, still playing. Corner. He's still playing. But well, like I think he got this roasted by Stephon Diggs or Gabe Davis, and I'm like I'm keeping an eye on that for that game. I'm I know I'm getting way too confident and too cocky for that, but right. I'm already like tying my own horse on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, ain't nobody stopping me on that. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, when that time comes, we'll unleash it. But like, oh, let's go. oh, I'm gonna get ready for that. And um, so, but like, speaking of AJ Brown, 175 yards, two touchdowns. Um, and everybody, and like, so this is the second consecutive game with the over 100 yards, right? Yeah. Um, and he finally got his touchdown, so you know he's not complaining about anything. No, I think, but yeah, I think like the one when I saw that beautiful, when I saw that, um, the, I mean, the first one was a good 59 yard touchdown. Hertz throws that deep pass. When I saw, when I saw Brown catch, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. But the immediate recognition, what I really liked about that play, Devontae Smith comes in and, and gives him that block. I, it was and like, Smith, Zacchaeus, they and, both got, both oh of them. my God, Smith and Zacchaeus. Right. Zacchaeus is taking over as that wide receiver number three. Right, and right. the way that he's been playing the, the like the last two games, yeah. Tampa Bay and this one, yeah, he's not making. I mean, of course, he's getting like any tar- any targets, but the way that he's stepping up into that right. role, yeah, that is so damn impressive. And yeah. that blocking to give AJ Brown that touchdown and the decision to go for two. Right. That is the energy. That's the Nick Sirianni I've been looking for for my entire well, I mean, life. And, and the blocking is like textbook blocking without getting a foul. Like, you oh, know, because you can get a foul down there and like everything erases, you know? Right. And, and then th- like, that's yeah. what I love the most. And then the second touchdown to AJ Brown. I know when I saw that play, I'm like, okay, you're in the reds. You're basically in that red zone area. Just burn some clock. And then when I see that touchdown pass, I'm like, oh my God. Is AJ Brown gonna catch it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was you know what? Even my... though that's what they should have done, they should have burned the clock and then went hit the field goal. I like seeing touchdowns like this because it actually gives you a, a quarterback and receiver more confidence oh, for the season, and we definitely need that, right? Yeah. And, and I, but in this game, Jalen grew more as a passer. Uh, this is the first 300 yard game, um, and. From last three games, he hasn't thrown for over 300. Like, this is 319 yards passing. Yeah, um, that's insane. And he did, He had a good game. Uh, of course, DeAndre uh, Devontae, Devontae Smith had 78 dude, yards. Oh, my. Like, that Moss play and some oh, of those awesome. crucial yeah. catches, I'm like, oh, my God. How in the world did the where, did the did um did, did we manage to grab him and AJ Brown? I am so yeah. goddamn fortunate that we have Howie Roseman as our um as our GM. Right. I'm just yeah. saying it out. And um yeah. But I think but I have to ask you this. When you yeah. saw that AJ Brown touchdown, what do you think about that top tank penalty? <laughs> we got to talk I about mean, it. I mean, I was laughing cuz you know AJ probably <laughs> did something really stupid like he like cuz Emmanuel Forbes was crying, dude, like in the sidelines. The dude was crying. Like, I don't know if you, if you saw the TV copy like you know, because you were in the stadium, right? The dude yeah, was, like, was like, he was upset. Because like, all day he's been laughing at A.J. Brown, right? And A.J. Brown must have said something, like, pissed him off really bad. And then, like, you know, it, 
I don't know, just like he got a taunting penalty that actually caused him to come back and score on us. Yeah. So that I didn't like that part, but um, but you know, I'm glad we got AJ Brown. Like, only gotta... complaint in offense is we're not passing the ball enough to Dallas Goddard still in the middle, and I need that, more plays. That was my concern. I was looking for like what ha- what the hell is happening with Albert O? Why isn't Dallas Goddard being right. used complete? Like I know like. Um, I, I mean, like, Dallas Goddard should have been used a bit more. And I see you throwing the Olamide Zaccheaus, who made two crucial plays on that right. drive. Like, there was I, – I don't know if you saw this one play. Hertz was throwing a, a quick ball in a third and eight or a third and seven. Mm-hmm. It was in between, like – and he's like, I trust Zaccheaus to get that catch. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's going to be incomplete. Then I see Zaccheaus get, grab it and go for the first. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's, How that's having confidence that? in your receivers. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have that. Um, and Zacchaeus is becoming a team player. Now, the guys are trying to like him a little bit, like A.J. Brown and him was talking talking it up in the sidelines. Like, hey, you want to see that camaraderie. They tell prep. That's how they do yeah. it. And, um, yeah, but definitely I would like to see a little bit more of that – of of more targets at Goddard. I know mm-hmm. that you want to hit your receivers hard and just get that early score, but sometimes it takes a it takes it's a process when yeah. you're starting it when you're starting the office on your very first drive. Of mm-hmm. course, it'll be a little bit rusty because you're like getting that run game going, but it also helps if you're giving if you're targeting your your tight ends because that gets that confidence more. It allows right. them to excel more into that game. I see that, and I want that I want Dallas Goddard to be fed because not only does it help my fantasy later on, but right. I mean, it, it helps the team it, pro- exactly. progress and get yes. those points, get closer to those points. Right. And right. I, I don't know why the hell we have Albert. And now. I'm sure Brian Johnson has the passes to the tight end in his toolkit. Cause he used to have Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts in college as an offensive coordinator from Florida. All right. So he knows how to do that. Like, it's not like he doesn't know how to, and, and then, I'm sure Nick Sirianni, there's Marcus Brady, like there's like all of these guys working together. They can put, put together a better game plan because um, I don't like receivers not getting targets like for a significant amount of time because after that, they just check out and you don't want them to do that because um, then when you really need them, they're not going to be able to catch passes. They're not going to be in the right frame of mind. Uh, even though Dallas Goddard is now one of those players, like you still got to like get – some you have to draw some plays for them, and I know 100%. this this offense is built around AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, but it has to go a little bit more balanced. But that's just my gripe. Worst, we're four and no. This is like nitpicking at this point, like you know, right? Um, but there were the only two four and no teams is like 49ers and the Eagles, and and everybody. One thing I'm not, I don't, I can't stand with uh, the with the media is like. 49ers get that much praise because they're beating teams, but they're also beating bum teams. They're not beating anybody great yet, you know, like, and and then, but the Eagles don't get that same recognition from, from the media. Like they're like, okay, they're, they're four or no, but who have they played? You know, we're, um, we're playing because we're, because here's the thing about the media. They don't realize this. I don't know if they've still had got it into their head or their skulls, whatever brain that they have. And Chris Sims, you're still a bitch in my point of view. You're still a bitch. Um, I would think like because the Eagles what made it to the Super Bowl, they get one of those harder schedules. And every and here's the thing: every opponent that's now playing against you, they're going to play at their very best. They want to elevate their game. This is a copycat league. Yeah, we've we it's been said multiple times. Like. You're not going to see like the same like you're not going to see a team that was like what? 0 and 16 like last year which I which I know that wasn't. They're not going to be that same team. They right. made changes. They've studied your tape. They know how to attack you. They know what weaknesses to see and go about it. Yeah. And um I mean and, and, and it's it's a process. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's a whole damn process. And the way that the Eagles are battling we're lucky. We're playing. I mean, of course, like the offense hasn't been looking like properly, but the pat, but it's, but man, once it's, it's everyone is seeing, but once it's back to 100%, once it's at 100% and everything is clicking, you better, you better go to a temple. You better go to a place of worship. You better go to anywhere else that you can find solace and charity in because when this Eagles offense is clicking, you better play to pray to whoever 
your savior is for help because it's going to be a bloodbath. There ain't going to be no mercy rule, baby. I hope we get to that because, yeah. uh, you know, um, we just, we're, we're, I mean, like we're winning. We just like it has to be winning some of these games. It has to be a little better. Um, defense needs to be a little better. So with that segment, oh, 100%. let me move on to defense. Um, gave up 290 yards passing. Oh. <laughs> who threw for four picks against the Bills. Um, a lot of off-coverage um, plays because I did tell you last week, remember, like, because of these receivers, they're going to play off a little bit, and they gave him a big-ass cushion, and they, he just kept making plays. And that's what happens when you – and then the pass rush can't get home because the ball's coming out before three seconds, and yeah. the coverage is not, like, sticking. So – that's what happens, man. Like so, and they ran for 107 yards. Uh, Brian Robinson did his thing, but we still got five sacks because Sean decided dialed in the blitzes. With I was Nicholas thinking tomorrow. Oh yeah, linebacker blitz. Uh, have it you was, seen that before? I mean, I don't. New, that's new to us. That's new. Yeah. That that that's <laughs> what the is big a linebacker defense. That's what that is in this place. So three three sacks, three quarterback hits. Uh, Josh uh, Josh Sweat got a sack and. It was nice to see Hassan, Hassan ready to get a sack. Also. Over Josh Wiley, that cheese hole line. Oh, yeah, the guy who, who said had no that, sacks. Oh, zero sacks. Guess what? You it's gave up a sack to Hassan Reddick, boy. It was that field. It's that field. It's the, it's the field, yeah. And you had Patrick Mahomes and the referees were on their side, man. I mean, yeah. do I need to but, keep going on? I did not what? have Nicholas Morrow making good linebacker play on my bingo card. Yeah. I think none of us did, like except Hollis Thomas. Like, um, <laughs> like you know, like nobody really did. Like everybody was anticipating Nicole B. Dean to do his thing. Everybody was anticipating him to be this guy, but it's Nicholas Morrow. But then again, it's very smart, intelligent um, defensive play calling in these situations. What the side needs to get better at is red zone coverage and stop giving him such a big cushion because. You don't want to turn into a Jonathan Gannon-like defense where, like, you want to mm. give up the yards, right? Because you're so afraid to get get beat over the top. Like, you I just have to, you just have to play, and you just gotta, you just gotta expect your pair players to do their thing. And I understand. Like yesterday, when we were listening to the Fourth and John podcast, they were saying like, who's gonna cover them, right? Which safeties are gonna cover them? Like, I think you oh. asked him a question about like, you know, why why do we play so off? It was, that? I mean, like I'm having, I'm already having PTSD when we talk about Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. That, that moron costed us a freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and that moron had like uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, Marcus Epps, um, Kazir White, and uh, TJ Edwards. Like, if we, if this guy had those guys, like TJ Edwards probably have like five sacks by now. Like. Yeah. Or like Kazir White, you know, probably would have had two picks by now. Like, like the way the sides got these guys playing is very encouraging. It's just he just got to get a little better, um, like on the red zone. Like that's oh, my worry. Like hundred percent, they break the red zone. And speaking of red zone, the Eagles. When I was watching the Eagles get into the red zone, they were one and four in the red zone. That's like the same amount with the freaking Dallas Cowboys. Their red zone, like our red zone offense production is at the same level with the freaking Cowboys of all teams. Damn. That's not that good. cannot happen. Yeah. The Cowboys are winning because of the, their defense is better, right? Their defense is better, but guess yeah. what? Spoiler alert. They're going to get their butts kicked by the Niners. And I saw, and I oh, see yeah. my friend and, I, and I'm going to, and I'm just calling you out Quentin Winston. He's a, he was like my first, one of my very first hip hop teacher, hip hop dance teachers. Back at uh, my first school, UT San Antonio, mm -hmm. but he is a Cowboys fan. And you say, I want all that smoke. I'm like, dude, your team is going to get smoked by the Niners. Imagine right. Dave, Javon Hargrave going through that week, that, 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 um, that M&M's kind of thing that you called an offensive line going right. after Dak Prescott. You may as well put in Cooper Rush and try and save yourselves a day. I mean, Trey Lance ain't going to help you with, with all that crap. Steve yeah. Lamb is going to get covered. He's going to get locked down. And by the time Dak Prescott's going to tr throw, get, try and try and throw a, a deep pass, Talanoa Hufunga is going to intercept his ass. 
I'm yeah. talking all that crap right now. I don't yeah, care. I mean, Come like, at me, Dallas. They have so many playmakers, the 49ers. I mean, like, we'll get to them when 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 we play them. But, man, like yeah. Fred Warner, like Nick Boza, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead. Do I have to keep going on? You know, yeah. they have so many good playmakers. That... My bad if I took over on that spot. I have no, to get no, a Dallas no, no. rant you, out. You're good. You're good. I, yeah. So Living in Dallas does on... things to you. It does things to you. Yeah, Try yeah. living there for like 20 plus yeah. years. It, it like eats your like It's the most boring place in the United States of America. And I don't get why Cowboys fans are there. It's so damn annoying. Hell, my, my, my place in Frisco, Texas is close to the Dallas Star. I was hoping when we won the Super Bowl that year against the Chiefs, I would have got put on my Eagles jersey, drove over to the Star, laid down with my Eagles thing, get a selfie saying, Y'all still them boys on that one? <laughs> that would have been perfect. Yeah. I mean, like, this is why the road to the NFC is easy. Yeah. Because this is the least path, path to least resistance, right? Because yeah. only hard team you got to really face. Well, there's a couple of hard teams. The Seahawks and then the 49ers. Like, oh, those are the only two hard teams. Like, everybody else is beatable. Like every other team is beatable. I mean, even the Seahawks are beatable. Like if you catch them right, it's just we haven't beaten them since 2008. Like I can't believe we haven't beaten them since 2008 in Seattle. Like the last time we beat Seattle was like Seneca Wallace was the quarterback. Donovan McNabb was our quarterback. Brian Westbrook was still there. Andy Reid was coaching. Like that's the last time we beat them in Seattle. Do you want to know when's the last time we beat them in Philly? Oh, my God. I don't want to think about it. I'm getting PTSD all over again. Do you know when the last time we beat him in Philly? I have like 2004, 2003. 1989. The oh, my God. Randall Cunningham. The receiver was Mike Quick and Chris Carter. Like, we mm. haven't beaten them that's that long. That's how long it's been. So this year, I hope Jalen Hurts. If you're listening to this, bro, I don't know if you listen to our podcast, but if you're listening to this, Jalen Hurts. Do us a solid. Beat those sea chickens. <laughs> In the worst about us, man, beat those sea chickens. From Tariq Woolen, DK Metcalf, all of these motherfuckers. Like, you know what? <laughs> Keep talking your shit. We're going to come and beat you this year. That's what's going right. to happen. And all and right. I want Dylan Hurst to, like, take it to them. Like, you know, I want then, then they can say, okay, you know, we went to Seattle and beat them. Yeah, right. But um, so, anyway, like with that defense, as you're getting back, as we're getting back to it, yeah. um, I was very happy to see Hassan Reddy get a sack. And take it away on this one, Pete. This is all for you, Ed Reed Black and Shipman showing up every week. Every week, this boy showing up. Pass deflections, two pass deflections, played great. Came down the middle, did his thing. Um, I mean, like I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the way he's playing. I'm so glad he's part of us and not other team like because this this is the kind of player we need yeah i mean to be honest he's better than chauncey gunner johnson in that safety position overall chauncey gunner johnson is good when like the ball's coming towards him right and he's like yeah. basically right place right time but reed blankenship is out there busting his ass and making plays yeah. and that's been so what what has been so damn impressive and we have to talk about this play overtime that Terry McLaurin catch in the red near Eagles territory. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I mean, that's Ed Reed Blankenship right there. Cause that's, if he didn't put his hand, he's that's a catch. Probably losing that game. That's overtime too. Oh yeah. Like that, that if they, if he made that catch, that's it. They're going to hit a field goal or like go down there and score. And then we lose. So I'm glad we have Ben Blankenship. Um, yeah, I'm glad we have Black Black and Ship, and we, um, you know, but we Terrell just... Edmonds. He is not it. He he's, he's not it. Yeah, Terrell Edmonds is not it. I mean, whoever he was bad. He, he was so bad. I mean, like Evans. I miss Evans now. Justin Evans. Yeah, he was. I know he had an. He was questionable with when coming in the, into that game with that neck injury. But yeah. when he saw him out, I saw Terrell Edmonds, and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. It's it's going to be ugly. And then. It's gonna be ugly. And by and so, I am and speak, I and speaking yeah, of ahead. Justin Evans, um, I can't wait till he comes back because we picked up a guy from his old team, oh. Bradley Roby, and Woo! these two played together last year. So Bradley Roby, 
former first round pick in 2014. I think he might have had a 30 visit from the Eagles back in the day because I remember Fran Duffy and Chris McPherson and those guys talking about him. Um, dude, like, been with the Denver Broncos, then went to the Saints. He got uh, a ring with the Broncos with the too, right? Yeah, he got yeah. a ring with the Broncos. He got a got ring, with, a the ring with the Broncos. Um, and he, he got better as a player when he went with the Saints because uh, Dennis Allen coached him correctly to play the cornerback position. And he's become yeah. a better nickel player. So this is a good veteran player to have, especially now that we don't have Avante Maddox. And, and Zach McPherson. My Zach, and this Zach Josh Maddox. Job experiment might be over. Like, you know. I mean – I want to love Josh Joe for his hustle and all that, but yeah. when I've seen it, when I go back and see his tape in Alabama, he's better as a slot, as an outside receiver than a slot. Than a I slot, don't think yeah. he's it. Right, and, he's, a, he's a man guy. Yeah, yeah, and I think no, but honestly, Bradbury, he's he does better when he's paired on the outside. So hopefully, Roby can take over that spot and provide that veteran thing because if he's if you put him in that nickel package, whatever, and right. you're putting in rope. And you put Nick um, Bradley Roby in the slot, yeah. it will make the defense. I think it will help out a lot more. Although he's yeah. at the later end of his career, yeah. I, th- I still think that he can be productive and get and, and make some good impact plays on it. Right. It's just how Sean Desai uses him. He has to, it has to be a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, no, there will be. And I, I think um, he's coming from a tactile defense too from the Saints. Right. And they attack a lot. So um, he will be he'll fit just right just right in um i am not sure why they cut him uh from the saints maybe they had um newer players i haven't checked their roster um if you want to find that information now let me know but um i think if he can still play you got yourself a decent player oh definitely um, and then this could be like the patrick robinson role of, of Ooh, how, how he I, I love patrick robinson yeah man like that was a last-minute signing, too, Patrick Robinson in 2017. Yeah. And uh, he worked out just fine, you know. Like, uh, he basically held it down that 2017 season um, and then also got a pick six in the NFC Championship game. So, I mean, uh, need against I tell the Vikings. Against the Vikings. And, and Patrick Robinson mm-hmm. also played with Malcolm Jenkins as a Saint. But they of course. In, in New Orleans. And they both won a Super Bowl. So, you know, sometimes it's good to have guys who've been to the Super Bowl and won it because they can actually mentor the other guys. It's, oh, it's just good to have those guys. Yeah. Right? That's, that 2017 year when we went to the Super Bowl, we had Torrey Smith who won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. We had an, at linebacker, you had the guy, you had the guy from the Ravens. Then Michael Kendricks and um, I think it was um, shoot. He was a last minute signing too. Um Vinny, no, it wasn't Vinny Curry. It was, um, I know who you were talking about. Oh my god, how am I forgetting this? He was, uh, yeah, man, I can let me see 2017 Eagles. <laughs> I, I gotta take it now. Shit. Yeah, I'm um, looking at that too. Um, I think it, it was, um, it was not Matt McLean, LeGarrette Blount. Um, who was it? Oh, yeah, linebackers. Oh, Darnell Elber, Elbery. Darnell Ellerby. And That's Nigel. Oh, yeah, if you, can't, if you still had Nigel Bradham. And, but then also Timmy Jernigan, defensive Timmy end. Jernigan, yeah. The Timmy defensive Jernigan tackle, and, yeah. Uh, but Darnell Ellerby is the guy I'm talking about. He's mm-hmm. the one who won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, right? Like, And then you had. Corey Graham, like even though yeah. they, were, they were not good later on, that for that year it helped out. Like it's because the Eagles were a team that didn't go to the and Chris Long. Oh yeah, right. Chris Long, Chris he Long. was definitely a good help on the edge. Right, he's a good, great help on the edge. So like you had a plethora of players who've been there before, and that's kind of what you need. Now you have those veteran guys in the Eagles locker room. It's always good to add more guys who, with experience who can still play. So I I love the signing. Um, as long as he can still play, it's mm-hmm. all good. Um, one more thing, though. Zach Cunningham is racking up the tackles. He's been so, playing good. He's playing really good. He's actually our leading tackler. Huh. Uh, so he's got about 29 tackles, and he had 
13 tackles with nine solo tackles. And, you know, he he did his thing, man. And so with that said, let's go to our savior who saved us from this game, Jake Elliott. <laughs> As Rock Shock's bowing. So for the folks who can't uh, see us on the podcast, Rock Shock's bowing. Keep bowing, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, man, I'm I'm glad we have Jake Kelly. That's all I can tell you. Like, yeah. I mean, before we, if it's 50 yards, we would be like, we're not going to make it. Yeah. Like whoever the kickers we had. Oh. But now, now 50 yards, like, it's no problem. Jake's got it, you know. And um, it's usually the case. Like, he, he barely misses. Like I don't even think he's he's missed one this year, right? He's only missed one, I think, but it was yeah. in the Vikings game. But and right. that like he's been like raking up all those yards, yeah. and especially that like that what 62, 63 yarder. Like, yeah. I think he, I think like if Justin Tucker were were to retire, Jake Kelly would right now be the best kicker. He'd right probably now. be the best best kicker. Yeah, that's true. And I was bitching about years when, uh, years ago when they gave Jay Kelly a bigger contract. I'm like, mm-hmm. why are they giving the kicker a contract like this? And I'm like, hey, man, I'll take it because uh, yeah. we, we need a kicker like this. This is our David Akers number two. You know? We need somebody like that for the long term. like Because we've had kickers every two years. We change kickers, right? Like ever since Akers, that's, that's been the case. And we even yeah. had Cody Parkey one time who who's now we remember him for the double doink mm-hmm. game. Yep. So Covey had 38 yards. Um you know his effort was okay. Um better, yeah. better than better than the past. Uh he has been getting better as a returner. We did see him on offense. Um oh, I didn't like played. that. Yeah, I didn't like that too much either. I didn't like that um, option that they put him on offense for. Like they put him as a as a blocking wide receiver, and then all of a sudden they switch it to, over to like a run game. I'm like, why the hell are you using him yeah. in that case? It that's misuse of talent right there. And speaking more on offense, okay, uh, answer this for me, Pete. Mm-hmm. If it's a third and eleven play, do you a give a goal for an outside zone run to? Using Kenny Gainwell or B, do you take a shot? Okay, bro. Where do I start with this shit? Like, um, A or B? Obviously, B. Right? You you fucking take a shot. Like, what the? What, hell? what are you thinking? Like, bro. Like Nick Sirianni, Brian Jones. What are you guys thinking, dude? Like, you have AJ Brown. You got Devontae Smith. You got Dallas Goddard. What are you, are you afraid to score in the red zone? Is what the problem is. Like, and you got Devon, De, uh, um, DeAndre uh, Swift. You put all four of those. Like who? Like one of them gonna get free? One of them gonna be like not double covered. AJ might be double covered. Devontae might be double covered. Dallas might not be. Swift might not be. Throw it to the open guy. That's all you gotta do. Like this yeah. is here. Year what year three right now on play calling offense. again? It's all back to that play calling, especially like on defense. On that last drive, you cannot be playing prevent defense. You do not play defend, prevent defense if you're trying to prevent the other team from scoring. I get that you don't want to give up the touchdown, right? But you have to be aggressive on some cases. Yeah, even though you are lacking in secondary depth, right? You gotta go for it. There were some missed opportunities in this game. There were um, missed opportunities, especially. I mean, one thing I'll be very happy about: Jalen Hurts did not turn over the ball. I yeah. was on my knees praying to God, saying, "Thank you so much for that." Mm-hmm. However, on the defense, there were so many ridiculous choices. When Sam Howell was throwing it at the end zone on that first drive, yeah. it was a tip pass. Edmonds, Edmonds could have caught it. Edmonds, Edmonds or Blankenship makes that catch every single time. Yeah, and they prevent a touchdown right there. And, and, then, and then what you do is oh. you go, you take instead of like uh not taking the penalty, uh actually like um it was a third yeah, we one. didn't take the penalty on, on the fourth down play, remember? It, it, no, and, they, it was a third and it was a third, like they they um they, it was a third and one, they were lining up to get it. Right. It was a but it was like an incomplete. They said they said it was like a false starter that we could have chosen it to decline it, make them go for three, or yeah, like we should have no, declined it. Give our defense some kind of chance to make a stand. But anyway, right. Sam Howell does the Sam Howell things, and he's playing like what Joe freaking Montana. We cannot let that happen. 
Right. And that's also because we're giving him a lot of uh, lot too much cushion, cushion room. And then but he's some just, of the times he was making some plays with his legs, like especially was, with Jalen. I, mean, I knew he was sneaky athletic. Like you, you know. gotta give him. I mean, I will give Sam Howell from some credit. And yeah. also, and the thing is, like most of the game, I saw a lot of motion coming in. I was like, oh, yep, that's gonna be Eric Bieniemy. That's how yeah. he was beating us. But I mean, luckily, like to to be honest, like I'm gonna give credit to Eric Bieniemy also because he he called a really good game. With, he called a great with, game with, for with Sam, Sam Howell. Howell. And he knew what our defense was going to be. And, like, you know, he did face our defense in the Super Bowl, so he had some clue. Um, and he called a pretty good game. But, yeah, um, yeah we just we, we just found a way to win because we got winners in this team, you know, i.e. Jalen Hurts. So, with the guy, as long as Jalen Hurts is part of the Eagles, um, I will always be confident that we can win a game. Even, even a game that we're not supposed to win, I will be confident that we are in it. Right. Yeah, so 100 percent. We have a chance, you know, like I can't say that about other quarterbacks that we've had in the past. Yeah. And, um, and of course, there's a lot of ref ball in that game. Ref ball at major. Yeah. OK, we got to. And one more thing we have to address a disclaimer on the brotherly shove. I oh. want to get this off my chest. Mm hmm. Especially on the fourth and one, when we're lining up and they're calling us an offsides on us, ref. I think I will need. I'm. I want to put a GoFundMe to get all those refs tested for eyes, so that we can send them coupons for lens crafters or any Luxottica esque brand, because right. apparently they are freaking blind when you're seeing it off a defensive line, clearly encroaching. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. That's and. Yeah, there were the refs didn't that help was us out at all. Questionable calls. Yeah, there was there was some really bad calls. Uh, despite that, we still won. Eleven so, penalties. Uh, I I looked that up. We had we yeah. were flagged eleven times. Eleven and times. We got away with that game. Yeah, um, we we got away with it. And uh, Riverboat Ron didn't show up. Tugboat oh, Ron yeah. showed up and uh, Tugboat Ron. No, more like <laughs> more like Tugboat Broken Boat Ron showed up. <laughs> So with that said, man, we got the yeah. Rams coming up. Um, and, and before that, I want to talk about one more thing about the Tush Push. Uh -huh. NFL, don't try and outlaw it. Because, you know what? We had two other teams try it. The Patriots. Guess what? Right. They didn't do it properly. And the Giants on Monday. I made an Instagram video about it. Did you see that? The first drive that the Giants, they, were a, they, were, they had a pretty solid drive. Fourth and one. They attempt the, the brotherly shove, or as people call it, the tush push. Right. They failed. Two of their two of their linemen got injured, and I mean, like, hey, you don't have the right personnel. Daniel Jones is getting away with highway robbery for that contract extension, honestly. And yeah, yes, yeah. And and the thing is, y'all don't have like other teams. The reason why the Eagles are able to do it, this is going to be my mm -hmm. last point on this one. And it and I want all teams to listen to this. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. The reason why the Eagles are able to do this is because we have the best goddamn offensive line in the in the in the freaking world in Jeff Stout and the best coach in Jeff Stoutland. And right. we have a QB who I'm gonna repeat who squats 600 freaking pounds. 600 pounds. Okay, does your team do that? Maybe you have a chance. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you just got a strong guy at our quarterback mm -hmm. position, and that's why we're able to run this. And we got – got, and then for folks who are calling this a rugby play, they interviewed uh, Jordan Mailata, and he's like, uh, we just – no, it's not because I've played rugby, and it's like that's not really a rugby play. It's just a, it's just a scrum that – like it's just the quarterback sneak done better, if, if anything. Oh, right? 100%. So, um, okay, no problem. So, with that said, man, let's let's go into the injuries of uh, of the Eagles. Um, this this week we had um, we had Just Nevin still missing. Uh, Burton Covey got a concussion uh, towards the end of the game, I guess, and then uh, Cam Jergens also um, had a he didn't have a foot, but he had he had a groin uh, he had a foot injury. Um, and then um, Sidney Brown um, 
still has the hamstring. And then to add on, you got Fletcher Cox has a back issue. Marlon Tuipolotu, triceps, and Kobe Dean uh, is coming back from IR. Um, they did some agility and footwork drills. So um, that's why I was looking for the Eagles. As far as the Rams, uh, Larry Jackson, an OT, um, questionable. Uh, Tyler Higby has a, has a thumb issue. And then uh, Kyron Williams, ribs. Matt Stafford has a hip contusion uh, from last game. Uh, Cooper Cup is coming back from the IR. Yeah, um, like yeah, he started his 21-day practice window. So um, that is as far as injuries. So now with that said, let's start this game that we're going to play against the Rams. So um, you ready? Let's do it. It's going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. So let me share – let me share my screen. So, which one you wanted to talk about first? You were like, um, let's go. Let's go with our Eagles offense against the Rams defense on this one. Um, okay. Definitely. So, the okay. biggest strength, the biggest key thing that we need to worry about the Eagles, the Eagles O line. What they have to do is protect our is is to protect Hertz against okay. one player that we all know so well, Aaron Donald. If we're able to stop Aaron Donald, I think we got this game going. I mean, yeah. and Aaron Donald, they're, they're playing him all over the field too. Like they're playing him at end, they're playing him at tackle. Um, so just gotta watch out where he's at, and then you know put the best guy on him, and like you know whoever's covering him. If you have to double cover team him, you do that. You know, um, Eagles have been pretty successful against Aaron Donald in the past, so. Um, but with that said, there's only two players that have seen Aaron Donald uh, the last, because the last time the Eagles played uh, the Rams oh, was yeah. in uh, 2020. So there was no um, Landon Dickerson. Uh, I don't think Sue Opera played that game. Um, so only Jason and, and, and Jordan Mailata hasn't seen Aaron Donald. So I don't think so. That, that, it'll, be, it'll be new to them, just like uh, it was <clears throat> new to them when they faced uh, Chase Young. Mm-hmm. But um, they sh- they should be they should be okay, I think. I think, but like here's the thing: like Aaron, as you mentioned, Aaron Donald can multi- can line up anywhere, and mm-hmm. with um with Cam Jurgens being uh, most likely going to be out because he has a boot now on that one leg, uh, on that one foot. I think um they're going to be seeing offensive guard Silapeta take his place and Ram- knowing the Rams with Raheem Morris, their defensive coordinator. They're going to target that weak spot. I can tell you that for sure. So Aaron Donald is most likely going to be paired up on the inside. But this Eagles offensive line has been battle-tested so far. Week three, we faced Villarreal. And then week four, we faced Deron Payne, um, Chase Young, um, Montez Sweat, and Jonathan Allen. And and I mean, if I had like some good – some good idea of like on who their defensive line, like what type of the players I would look at. Aaron Aaron Donald is going to be your best. Yeah. It is the one of those key matchups. So I think like it's going to be so the but here's the thing like Don, as of now Donald has had um, Donald's number is has been down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like in 2022, he had five sacks, one forced fumble in 11 games. In 2023, he has 2.5 so far, but he is still, but he he can still be effective. So I think, and and I think, and um, and and I do want to see Tyler Steen to like get. I think he may be activated just in case for this game, in case Suapeta goes down. Right, and 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 to uh, to add to that, um, Suapeta played a really good game against the Commanders when uh, Cam. Cam Jurgens went down, so I think their confidence is, is him is high. But for some reason, if he doesn't step up or gets injured, you have Tyler Steen, and and I have full faith in Tyler Steen. Like, but yeah, and definitely, and I did pull up some stats from this one website called FTN Fantasy, in which is what we look at the DVOA, and with mm-hmm. those like the Rams defense outside of Donald, they're less than average. They're 11th in opponent yards per play allowed, and they're 15th in opponent points per game allowed. 
they are extremely weak against the run than the pass. So, what does that think we lead to? You run the ball. I, I, you run the ball. That's why I want to call the band back. Earth, yes, wind, fire, and Boston Scott on drums. Yeah, where is Earth nowadays? Because I haven't seen Earth. I want to see. Time. I think this has to be a game for Rashad Penny. I want to see him yes. being used and Brian and um, but also like another interesting matchup that I see on the Rams defense. Look, if you look at a guy by the name of Akilah Weatherspoon. That yes. name it should be very familiar, Eagles fans. Should be very familiar because he played the Steelers last played year. him last year, and when AJ Brown one, two, three, 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 three touchdowns on on the Steelers last year, and with Ankela Weatherspoon, and you have Darion Kendrick. Both Darion of, Kendrick. both of those corners, right? Darion Kendrick is a feisty corner, but yeah, you can go at both of them. You can rope both of them with both of your receivers, and this is another game. Jalen Hurst should have over three hundred yards. Like and you got to throw the ball deep. Oh, for sure. And I think it'd be very interesting to see if they bring in that rookie Tre'Davious Hodges Tomlinson, the uh, the relative of the great of a great Charger by the name of Ladanian Tomlinson or LT. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And I think, like, in case, like, because, although he's, I think he's smaller at size, but yeah. he's definitely feisty. He could play some zone. I think he was, like, one of, like, the, a good late-round pick that the Rams were able to No, get. he was, yeah. And uh, I think, like, when... And, and they have good safeties. Oh, they have good safeties. Jordan Fuller and John Johnson are not, are, are not, like, some... They're not bumps. Yeah, they're good players, yeah. They're, and, they're going to try to like, rip the ball out of your hand and all that, too. So, yeah, they'll, they'll, just, play, they'll play you tough. Oh, yeah. And I think, like... um. Uh, but I think, like at this part, that would be like the weak side that we can that the Eagles can attack. A, right. a kilo Weatherspoon and maybe um, maybe D- Darion Kendrick. But right. I do, although Kendrick's good. Remember, he's an Alabama boy. Guess yeah. who he lost to one time before? Devontae Smith. Them old rivals are gonna be back. And if and if I see Devontae Smith going oh, off, right. that, yeah, Clemson. If I see Devontae Smith going yeah. off in that game. I don't know how conflicted I am because I'm always I'm like leaning more towards like the Georgia players, but if I see Alabama upsetting them, it's like, oh, oh yeah. boy, don't get me started on that. <laughs> well, Alabama well, got good receivers, man. Like you know, they they like right now they just need the quarterback for it. That's all. Yeah. But another thing that we could try and take a look at, we have to look at the the I mean the Rams linebackers. Look at Ernest Jones and Christian Rosenboom. They're right. like your starting ones, and this Raheem and Ray Morris is still like um their defensive coordinator, right? Right, right. So looking at Ernest those Jones has like a lot of tackles too. Like he has uh, I think he's 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 leading the 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 group in tackles, 38 tackles. Ernest Jones, yeah, they're yeah. good, but however, they are bad against one particular weakness. The Eagles are also bad in the middle of the field. And what do yes. you think we can use? Dallas, Dallas Goddard. Goddard unleash the beast. Uh, they have to unleash Dallas Goddard on this game. Yeah, because this, this has to be. He has to be involved in this game. I want, I want him to have over fifty yards, fifty to seventy-five yards at least. And oh yeah, and, and here's a stat for the. Um, remember like the Rams and Colts game that both that also went to overtime. The Rams won because of Puka Nakua. Um, we'll get right. to, to him later on that. The yeah. Colts tight ends against the those linebackers. They caught six passes for 107 yards and two touchdowns against the Rams. Yeah. So tight end, use your tight ends. Mo Ali Cox uh, had a touchdown in that game too. Um, so yeah, use your tight ends. Another player to watch out for is uh, Byron Young. Um, Byron Young, yes. Byron Young. He's also been playing really, r- really good for them outside linebacker. Um, he played really good against the 49ers too, even though they lost the game. Um, but Aaron Donald, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of like rejuvenated. Like he's still, he's still the guy. So like, you mm-hmm. still gotta keep him in mind. There's like three of our offensive line players who haven't seen him yet in action. Um, they haven't gone against him. I'm sure they've seen him. I'm like, they haven't gone against him. So, um, I hope like the veterans can give them that knowledge and, uh, help them along the way. And uh, moving on to uh, the Rams offense. Yes. So definitely um, got to talk about that. You got you got Matt Stafford. He's got a ton of experience. He's good in the fourth quarter if you let him. Um, 
he does get rid of the ball quick. He is in a Sean McVay offense. Um, so they and um, I think um, who's their offensive coordinator? Is it uh, Mike Lafleur? I don't think it's Mike Lafleur. It might be Mike Lafleur. Oh no! It, yeah, oh, it oh, Matt, my, oh pff, of course. My bad. My bad. Not, um, not. It's, it's the brother. Yeah, it's so, the brother of Matt Lafleur. Matt, Matt Lafleur. Yeah. So Mike Lafleur is the is the offensive coordinator, and they all come from the same coaching tree from um, Sh- um, Kyle Shanahan to Mike Shanahan. And that's all they all got started. So there's going to be a lot of motion, misdirection plays. Mm -hmm. Um, You already know um, they use Tutu Adwell a lot in those motion and misdirection plays. Oh, God, yeah. And then their leading receiver right now is Puka Nakua, somebody we liked in the draft. I wanted the Eagles to draft Puka Nakua in the draft, um, but we didn't. he was drafted in the fifth round, I believe, right? Yeah, and he's currently leading the NFL in targets, 58 targets. He leads the league with 39 catches right now and receiving yards, 501 receiving yards. How the hell did Puka Nukua, like, like how, how he's playing good? Like, my God, that's just insane. But I think it's the more that yeah, how like, how teams missed on this guy is like beyond me to begin with. Like, and he like, could also like draft. Yeah, and I think like he could also line up in like the slot. You can line up outside. Yeah, and, and I think like that one game, and especially in the Colts, um, Colts Rams overtime game, Puka Nakua runs an inside route when there's so much cushion in on that o- overtime play. And he was able to score in after after right. a good catch. Yeah, I mean he he Puka Nakua is uh, for real. Like he's legit. Um, the dude has 500 yards already um, with four games, 501 yards. I mean he's got a, he got a touchdown like uh, Rockshack said last game. And he, he he Eagles should be a little worried. I wouldn't be too worried, but like a little worried. You just can't give him that much cushion. And uh, one thing about he's not gonna beat you over the top. Like he he's fast, but he's not that fast. Like so, if you're on him, you keep your maybe Bradley Roby covers him. Like you know, because he they do a lot of middle of the play, middle of the field plays to Puka Nakua. Um, so if you can have him on check, I can let Tutu Adwell run free with Van Jefferson. I can like I, I'm confident enough our corners can you know, like stop them. Right, like they. Can, what about for Cooper Cup? It, Cooper it. Cup. If Cooper Cup comes comes in, um, that will be that will that will definitely be a little a little little of an issue because then I don't know what they're gonna do with Puka Nakua. I don't know if they put him outside or they put Cooper Cup outside. But he's also coming from an injury, so he won't be at his hundred percent. Right. Um, so so that 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 would that would that would cause that would cause a issue for the Eagles. Another guy you got to watch out for is Tyler Higby. Uh, oh, that, of, of course, tight ends. The they will freaking kill us. And uh, um, what is that? Ben Shornek. Ben Ben Shornek. Like Ben Shornek is another guy. Like uh, they do use um, in the middle of the field, as well as the outside. And Sean McVay, like he knows how to run an offense, so he's gonna get these guys wide open, um, even when you can't get them wide open. So especially with the cushion the Eagles give, they're gonna be wide the fuck open. So we just yeah. gonna have to hope your players make plays and we get enough turnovers to win this game, right? Um, but this is this all comes back to Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts is the star of the show because J- Jalen Hurts is the guy that's gonna help us to win these type of games. When when you have good defenses. Uh, when you have good offenses on the opposing side, like uh, right. he's gonna he's gonna go toe to toe with these guys, and 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 win. Um, so let's do a score prediction. Oh yeah, let's go with that. What do you got? Oh man, I'm gonna say this is gonna be a high scoring game because only because I've seen the way the Eagles play, and um, we're not shutting down anybody. So. Um, I'm going to say Eagles 35, Rams 30. That's reasonable. I would think I'm trying I think it'd be like a one touchdown game. Okay. I have the Eagles going um 
Eagles winning 35 28. 35 28. Okay. And, and all, but like another weakness that I think that we can exploit against the Rams, their offensive line. As of now, it's been a little bit shaky. Um, according to our good, uh, according to Jimmy Kemsky of Philly Voice, um, good contributor as always. Um, um, I always, I didn't see like, um, that their interior side is their weak spot, especially in the guards, because they're starting Steve Avila mm-hmm. as um as left guard. I and and I think with Fletcher Cox not being in that game, you're gonna see a lot of Jalen Carter and um and Jordan Davis out that spot. Like, oh, we got a pigeon right there. Let's exploit it. And if we can like and Matt Stafford against that blitz, and I mean like. Unless he, unless the Eagles are preventing him from like releasing the ball like quickly, I think it's gonna be. Um, it may be a long day for our secondary, and I just hope Bradley Roby does enough. So, I think yeah, thirty-five twenty-eight. But if we're able to to attack that interior, oh, that, that, that's right. We did. We did forget. I did forget to talk about the O line um, of the Rams. Um, so yeah, uh, they do have Alaric Jackson out, right? Like he's. Alari Jackson got out, and they put in Zach Thomas at left right tackle. So I think um, Zach Thomas. Yeah, no, they had. Yeah, oh, it was Zach a, Thomas. Oh, okay, okay. It was a, he's a backup, but then I think like um, Jackson Alari Jackson did not play in that week four matchup. So they right. so it was like it was like Note Boom who started in that position. Mm-hmm. So I think um, if Jackson is out, you're gonna see Note Boom at left tackle and Dotson and. Um, and um, that other dots. Um, who was that Dotson player again? Oh, Kevin Dotson. He's yeah, going to move over to right guard. Okay. And the Steve Avila is going to play. So Steve Steve Avila. I mean, he was a good college player. It's just um, he's new to the NFL, right? So right. So this is why we we're going to take uh, advantage of of, of their O line. Um, remember, Steve Avila faced Jalen Carter before in the national championship, and they got ragdolled. Okay, so that I mean that's that gives us hope. So that's that's good. Um, so Rukshak's score prediction: Eagles thirty-five, Rams twenty-eight. My score prediction: Eagles thirty-five, Rams thirty. Only because the Eagles give such a big cushion, teams are gonna score on us. But we have a guy named Jalen Hurts, and we got a couple of guys named uh, Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. You can help us score a little bit more, and you can score on this team. 100%. You can score on Darion Kendrick. You can score on Ankela Witherspoon, who who is playing pretty good for them. But uh, I think we got we got quality players who can. We have the better. Ma- we should have the matchups. That we should we win. should have the matchups, and the way the Jalen's throwing the ball, just got to work on his foot a little bit, feet movement. Take what the um, defense is giving you. Limit the turnovers, which you did last game. Man. Yeah. No turn. He did it just last play game. The receivers, play. y'all gotta run the your routes, man. And some routes, y'all gotta run your routes hard. Um, the reason why I'm saying this because I, I I watched the the 22, all 22, and I saw some of that. I'm like, oh yeah, we can't have that. Like you know, um, we can't have that this game because you can definitely have that. You cannot have that against good teams because oh, they understand. they will pick you off, mm-hmm. and that'll be a turnover. With that said. Rukshak, let, let let them know where they can find you, and I'll close this off. Awesome. So, if so, if you can find our you can find our podcast NFL Masala at um, the following platforms: Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, and Pocket Cast. You can, and if you have any questions, you can also send us. Um, you can also send it to us at nflmasala at gmail.com, all lowercase. That is nflmasala at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram and X formerly known as Twitter. And our Instagram account is at NFL Masala 2022, all lowercase. Our IG account again is at NFL Masala 2022. That is all lowercase. And our, and of course, our Twitter handle is the same thing, at NFL Masala 2022. That is NFL M A S A L A. So you can find just like, on a, just like in the screen right there. Just like just like the screen, except it's all lowercase and all, all and, lowercase, yeah. and no space. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, we you can catch us uh, the Pete Nathan podcast on um, iTunes, Spotify, and we're now on Amazon. Also, Amazon podcast. 
So catch us there. And then um, if not, you can catch us on YouTube. And uh, we do, um, we do, sometimes we do uh, like uh, after post game uh, uh, reactions on Instagram also. Yeah. Either on Rockshock's channel or my channel. Um, so you can catch us there. Give us a five star review. Um, you guys, like, you know, I really appreciate y'all listening and watching. And uh, with that said, we all we got. We all we need. Fly, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. And Dallas right. still sucks. And Dallas sucks. <laughs> With that, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit the outro. Where is my outro? There it is. <laughs>